the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show in the studio with me today. Back in the studio with me today, back in the saddle again, so to speak, is Rich the World Traveler, Jake All. Hello, Christopher, your heart's desire. (laughs) Good to see you again today. You too, my friend. And Rich is a now an award-winning uh, volunteer uh, at school, how counselor did you hear at about school. Hey, I got my sources. I got oh, my sources. Oh, man. You get around. Uh, yeah, congratulations to Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. This, First time this award was granted. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, it was granted for, do you know what? Uh, it was excellence in broadcasting, I believe. No, it wasn't even close to that. <laughs> I stole that phrase from somebody else's time. Uh, uh, actually, no, it, it was, was uh, excellent in uh, customer support and counseling and all the things that go along with uh, entrepreneurship. It, like, that's right. It was. It's they're calling it the Bob Shepard Excellence right. Award. Yeah, and, Bob Shepard is a retired guy. Who was with SCORE for 25 years. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Well, you certainly deserve it. I, I know that. And you've done Let's find out about that. As I said, I have my sources. Yeah, nothing's safe uh, with you. I can't give up those confidential sources, right? Well, I know. I know. <laughs> Go to jail first. That's right. Well, maybe not that. Uh, anyway, uh, great to have you back, and congratulations. You too. All Thank right. you. And, of course, Rich is a volunteer, a counselor at SCORE. And been there over 12 years now. Yeah, and that's right. Going on 13, yep. Done a lot of great work and were you know, mentored a whole lot of folks. And uh, some of the folks he started mentoring way back then or he's still working with now. No right? kidding. That's right. Fox Windows has been with me for about nine years. How about that? And they have grown and grown and grown. So yeah. it's a huge thing. And, of course, Rich was very successful in his professional career as well, uh, taking a corporation uh, and quadruple. How many, how many times yeah. did you increase their sales by? Like We rode the wave, man. Back in the 80s, we took a $6 million corporation, and it ended up being 380 Not when bad we work. got rid of it. Not a bad job at the end of the no, day. No, we had a ball, too, I wanted to tell you. Uh, yeah, like down in Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do know a lot, uh, don't you? Well, that's in the archive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, that's right. Speaking of the archive, you know, <laughs> SCORE uh, has uh, slightly changed the website. Yeah. It's now Orlando.score.org, Orlando.score.org. Uh, but at that website, by the way, if, you, if you're used to using the old website, you can still use it for yes, a while. You'll still right. get to the same location. Um, but the uh, archive of the show is there. 
It is. And that's another great thing that you've done for SCORE is, is via this show bring a lot of attention and notoriety to the, the SCORE organization. Yeah, it's been fun, man. You have taken us a long way. Well, you know, it was uh, yours and uh, Joe Terps and Mike McBass' idea to do this show, and you actually came up with a name for the show, right? I did. That's I had right. three beers, and, <laughs> and it just came to me. Materialized. Like a vision. And then I said I wouldn't do it unless you were on it. Yeah, and I appreciate that. So, uh, once again, congratulations for the award. Thank you, buddy. All right. So, score, or excuse me, Orlando.score.org. That's where you can find out uh, about what SCORE is all about and what SCORE is up to, because they always have things going on, and every now and then they come up with something new. Hey, what a right? segue into that. Yes, man. All right, tell us about the new yes, thing. Man. Yes, it's called Lunch with the Leader. Okay, now we have Breakfast with the Leader, right? Right, very okay. successful. And that is just pretty much a uh, we talk, you listen, or the leader talks, you listen. This is more a workshop type deal. So this coming Wednesday, next Wednesday, uh, the guest will be Carol Wheatley, and she will be doing a mini-seminar on practical grant writing. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. And it's $15, and you get lunch, and you have to register online. It goes from 12 o'clock noon to one thirty, So you get a lot of information and food for 15 bucks. What's the date of that again? That would be next uh, Wednesday, which is February 15th. All right. So Lunch with the Leaders. It's a new program. And what you want to do is go to Orlando.score.org and right. sign up for that. To make sure you be, you're able to get in there. That's right. Is yeah. It, now, this will be at the National Entrepreneur Center. Same place as breakfast. All yeah. right. Exactly. And that's in the, the Fashion Square Mall. Just park in the parking garage and look for the vines on the wall, and they will lead you to the National Entrepreneur Center. Yeah. Jack and the Beanstalk. That's right. And uh, Jake turn, and the Beanstalk. <laughs> turn your profits into giants, right? Oh, there you go. All right. So uh, that's uh, Lunch with a Leader. That's brand Lunch new. Lunch with a Leader. And that sounds like a great idea. So once again, SCORE is always doing something over there. They have sem regular seminars that they rotate around. Yeah. They have now the Breakfast with a Leader series, which is a regular twice-a-month thing. Yeah. And now Lunch with a Leader. Right. Plus other events like BizFest, the big annual coming event. Up. Coming That's up. That's right, in May. We'll be talking more and more about that as the weeks go along here, approaching that date. And there's other things that SCORE does as well. Yeah, and, uh, in and outside of the right. office there. Like, I just did a seminar for vocational uh, Orlando Votech, you know, right. Orange yeah. County Votech. Yeah, exactly. Went very, very well. Yeah, you know that's that, that's a great way for someone with uh, great eye-hand coordination to be, get in the, a field that can lead you into your own business and a lucrative uh, one at that. You're not kidding. All right, and air conditioning, HVAC guys. Holy cow! That's right. They come out of the school and they're making money right off the bat. Yep. In a couple of years, you're going to be making six figures. You're not kidding. You're good at that. Okay. Uh, and SCORE is also involved with uh, other organizations now at the National Entrepreneur Center. They're one of a group of organizations that is there. Right. But they also work with other organizations out in the community, right? That is right. We work with Rollins College, as a matter of fact. And in particular, we work with the nonprofit seminars. And our guest today is... 
James Moody, and he is the <laughs> program manager uh, for the Edith Bush Institute for Philanthropy and Nonprofit Leadership. Welcome to the show, James. We appreciate you being here today. You had to have two cards to get that title out there. You know that? <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Rich. Nice lead in. Thank you so much. Well, we appreciate it. Uh, first of all, uh, we always like to get a little background on the people who are on the show. Are you from the area here? Actually, no. I was born and raised in New England, uh, born in Rhode Island, raised in Rhode Island and Massachusetts uh, for a good 18, 20 years, and then moved, colonist. To, moved to Western New York for 25 years before coming down here to Florida just a few years ago. Where in Western New York? In the Buffalo, Rochester area. That's where I lived, Attica. Okay, I lived in Lindenville. Oh, for crying out loud. We're neighbors. <laughs> uh, did you have a number on your shirt at Attica there? <laughs> yeah, only on weekends. <laughs> I see. I see. And so I had to go to school during the week. Speaking of shirts, uh, James, I see you're wearing a dark blue. Are you a Patriots fan by any chance? I happen to be, yes. Uh, congratulations yes, to been, you. It's been a good week. Uh, and you're wearing dark blue. Uh, indeed I am. Indeed I am. And you're a Patriots fan? Well, you know, I grew up uh, a Falcons fan because yeah, you know, we're from so Georgia. And, uh, but, you know, the, the Falcons and the Braves, they're all been kind of snake bit. So you kind of get used to them not winning <laughs> the course, big games. <laughs> however, we remember that Matt Ryan went to school at Boston College now. Yeah, that's oh, right. We did not remember that's that. Right, that's okay. right. Okay. Yeah, but uh, it was a great game. I really enjoyed yeah, seeing it. It was good. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, uh, so you ended up down here. Yes, sir. But what was, what was your career field? Okay, I've always, in the last eight years, I've been the director or an executive director of nonprofit organizations until joining the Edith Bush Institute in May of last year. I see. So nonprofits is your field of expertise. Yes, sir. Is that what you were doing prior to? Yes, I spent the first half of my career actually working for-profit organizations. Uh, I ran a general manager for a, a CD manufacturing company. I worked for Xerox. I worked for ExxonMobil and so forth. Uh, and from that point, I went back and got a master's degree in theology and decided at that point that nonprofit was more my liking. So I started in the nonprofit world. Can you tell us what the Edith Bush? Bush <laughs> can you say it? Can you say Bush? It? Yes. <laughs> the Edith Bush Foundation is, please. Actually, there's a difference. The Edith Bush Institute for Philanthropy and Nonprofit Leadership, which is where I am, oh. is the education and training arm of the organization part of the Crummer Graduate School of Business, Okay, which is part of Rollins College. Right. The right. Edith Bush Charitable Foundation is a completely separate organization that is philanthropic in nature. Okay. Giving funds to nonprofit, nonprofit. organizations. Yeah, yes. That qualify. Very good. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. So you got a master's in theology. I do. You uh, do pray and everything. I do. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't burst into flames well, here. I, I, I'm fascinated with that because I have a bachelor's in philosophy. Okay. And studying world religions was something I found very fascinating. And, and my real desire going back to school for that was to learn about church history. Right. So where I went to school, it took periods of history dating before Christ. Yeah. 
and took those periods, and we learned periods of history rather than going through the biblical. Yeah, I love that stuff. stuff. Oh, yeah, yep. it's, it's, it's absolutely fascinating. Yeah. We, we should have a radio show on that. Man, we'd be here a long You'd time. You'd take over the whole thing, your philosophical <laughs> we stuff. Would. Now, because you had been with some major corporations, and a lot of them do, uh, you know, support nonprofit organizations. Did, did, those, did the, the two pieces kind of fit together? Uh, in a way, um, one of the reasons why I switched from a for-profit to non-profit world uh, was strictly because the time and money component of in the for-profit world was just too strong for me. Uh, uh, everything really, in my experience, was about time numbers. and money yes. and about numbers and so forth. Right. Uh, whereas the non-profit world is about people. And that's what I love most about it. I see. Yeah, you have a history of that stuff. That's cool. Yes. So prior to you uh, joining on at Edith Bush Institute, Mm -hmm. you were working directly with nonprofits? Yes. And helping them get grants and things like that? Yes. Or just overall helping them set up their nonprofit? Just a little. Yeah, a couple of different things. Well, I'll Uh, tell you what. Let's, I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. I just just committed one of the cardinal sins of talk radio. I asked you a question with not enough time to give you to answer it it's break time (laughs) we'll just have to tease and say on the next side of the break uh the other side of the break uh james moody will be answering that question once again today is james moody he is with us he's the program manager of the edith bush institute for philanthropy and nonprofit leadership you said that real well yeah because i'm reading it (laughs) but we'll get back into exactly what that institute is all about and uh, what it could possibly mean for you if you are thinking about or already have started a nonprofit organization. Right. All right. We are the What's the Score show. Don't forget the website is now orlando.score.org. And we'll be right back right after this break. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show in the studio with me today, back in the studio with me today, back in the saddle again, so to speak, is Rich the World Traveler, Jake All. Hello, Christopher, your heart's desire. (laughs) Good to see you again today. You too, my friend. And Rich is a now an award-winning uh, volunteer uh, at score how counselor. Did you hear at about Hey, I got my sources. I got oh, my God, sources. Oh, man, you get around. Uh, yeah, congratulations to Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. This, First time this award was granted. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was granted for. Do you know what? Uh, it was excellence in broadcasting, I believe. It no, was. it wasn't even close to that. <laughs> I stole that phrase from somebody else's album. Uh, uh, actually, no, it, it was, was uh, excellent in uh, customer support and counseling and all the things that go along with uh, entrepreneurship. It, like, that's right. It was. It's. They're calling it the Bob Shepard Excellence right. Award. Yeah, and, Bob Shepard is a retired guy. Who was with SCORE for 25 years. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Well, you certainly deserve it. I, I know that. And you've done... Find out about that. 
As I said, I have my sources. Yeah, nothing's safe uh, with you. I can't give up those confidential sources, right? Well, uh, I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> Go to jail first. That's right. <laughs> well, maybe not that. Uh, anyway, uh, great to have you back, and congratulations. You too. All Thank right. you. And, of course, Rich is a volunteer, a counselor at SCORE, and been there over 12 years now. Yeah, and that's right. Going on 13, yep. Done a lot of great work, and we're going to mentor a whole lot of folks, and... Uh, some of the folks he started mentoring way back then, or he's still working with now. No right? kidding. That's right. Fox Windows has been with me for about nine years. How about that? And they have grown and grown and grown. So yeah. it's a huge thing. And, of course, Rich was very successful in his professional career as well, uh, taking a corporation uh, and Quadru- how many how many times yeah. did you increase their sales by? Like We rode the wave, man. Back in the 80s, we took a $6 million corporation, and it ended up being 380 Not when bad we work. got rid of it. Not a bad job at the end of the no, day. No, we had a ball, too, I wanted to tell you. Uh, yeah, like down in Puerto Rico? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do know a lot, uh, don't you? Well, that's in the archive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, that's right. Speed of the archive, you know, <laughs> score uh, has uh, slightly changed the website. Yeah. It's now Orlando.score.org, Orlando.score.org. Uh, but at that website, by the way, if, you, if you're used to using the old website, you can still use it for yes. a while. You'll still right. get to the same location. Um, but the uh, archive of this show is there. It is. And that's another great thing that you've done for SCORE is, is via this show bring a lot of attention and notoriety to the, the SCORE organization. Yeah, it's been fun, man. You have taking us a long way well you know it was uh yours and uh joe terps and mike mcbass idea to do this show and you actually came up with a name for the show right? i did That's i had right. three beers and <laughs> and it just came to me materialized like a vision and then i said i wouldn't do it unless you were on it yeah and i appreciate that so uh once again congratulations for the award thank you buddy all right so score or excuse me, Orlando.score.org. That's where you can find out uh, about what SCORE is all about and what SCORE is up to, because they always have things going on, and every now and then they come up with something new. Hey, what a right? segue into that. Yes, man. All right, tell us about the new yes, man. Yes, it's called Lunch with the Leader. Okay, now we have Breakfast with the Leader, right? Right, very okay. successful. And that is just pretty much a uh, we talk, you listen, or the leader talks, you listen. This is more a workshop type deal. So this coming Wednesday, next Wednesday, uh, the guest will be Carol Wheatley, and she will be doing a mini seminar on practical grant writing. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. And it's $15, and you get lunch, and you have to register online. It goes from 12 o'clock noon to one thirty, So you get a lot of information and food for 15 bucks. What's the date of that again? That would be next uh, Wednesday, which is February 15th. All right. So- lunch with the Leaders. It's a new program. And what you want to do is go to Orlando.score.org and right. sign up for that. And make sure you be, you're able to get in there. That's right. Is yeah. It, now, this will be at the National Entrepreneur Center. Same place as breakfast. All yeah. right. Exactly. And that's in the, the Fashion Square Mall. 
Just park in the parking garage and look for the vines on the wall, and they will lead you to the National Entrepreneur Center. Yeah. Jack and the Beanstalk. That's right. And uh, Jake and the Beanstalk. Turn your <laughs> profits into giants, right? Oh, there you go. All right. So uh, that's uh, Lunch with a Leader. That's brand lunch new. Lunch with a Leader. And that sounds like a great idea. So once again, SCORE is always doing something over there. They have sem- regular seminars that they rotate around. They have now the Breakfast with a Leader series, which is a regular twice-a-month thing. Yeah. And now Lunch with a Leader. Right. Plus other events like BizFest, the big annual coming event. Up. Coming That's up. right, in May. We'll be talking more and more about that as the weeks go along here, approaching that date. And there's other things that SCORE does as well. Yeah, and, uh, in and outside of the right. office there. Like, I just did a seminar for vocational uh, Orlando Votech, you know, right. Orange yeah. County Votech. Yeah, exactly. Went very, very well. Yeah, you know, that's that, that's a great way for someone with uh, great eye-hand coordination to be, get in the, a field that can lead you into your own business and a lucrative uh, one at that. You're not kidding. All right. And Air conditioning, HVAC guys, holy cow. That's right. They come out of the school and they're making money right off the bat. Yep. In a couple of years, you're going to be making six figures. You're not kidding. You're good at that. Okay. Uh, And SCORE is also involved with uh, other organizations now at the National Entrepreneur Center. They're one of a group of organizations that is there. Right. But they also work with other organizations out in the community, right? That is right. We work with Rollins College, as a matter of fact. And in particular, we work with the nonprofit seminars. And our guest today is... James Moody, and he is the program manager uh, for the Edith Bush Institute for Philanthropy and Nonprofit Leadership. Welcome to the show, James. We appreciate you being here today. You had to have two cards to get that title out there, you know that? <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Rich. Nice lead-in. Thank you so much. Well, we appreciate it. Uh, first of all, I'll, we always like to get a little background on the people who are on the show. Are you from the area here? Actually, no. I was born and raised in New England, uh, born in Rhode Island, raised in Rhode Island and Massachusetts uh, for a good 18, 20 years, and then moved to, moved to Western New York for 25 years before coming down here to Florida just a few years ago. Where in Western New York? In the Buffalo, Rochester area. That's where I lived, Attica. Okay, I lived in Lindenville. Oh, for crying out loud. We're neighbors! <laughs> Uh, did you have a number on your shirt at Attica there? <laughs> yeah, only on weekends. I see. I see. And so I had to go to school during the week. Speaking of shirts, uh, James, I see you're wearing a dark blue. Are you a Patriots fan by any chance? I happen to be, yes. Uh, congratulations yes, it's to been, you. It's been a good week. Uh, and you're wearing dark blue. Uh, indeed I am. Indeed I am. And you're a Patriots fan? Well, you know, I grew up uh, a Falcons fan because yeah, you know, you're from so Georgia. Yeah, and uh, but you know the the Falcons and the Braves they're all been kind of snake bit so you kind of get used to them not winning <laughs> the course, big games. <laughs> however, we remember that Matt Ryan went to school at Boston College. Now, yeah, that's oh, right. We did not remember that's that. Right, that's mm-hmm. right. Hey. Yeah, but uh, it was a great game. I really enjoyed yeah. seeing it. It was good. Yeah. And uh, but uh, uh, so you ended up down here, yes, sir. But what was your, what was your career field? Okay, I've always, in the last eight years, I've been the director or an executive director of nonprofit organizations until joining the Edith Bush Institute in May of last year. I see. So nonprofits is your field of expertise. Yes, sir. Is that what you were doing prior to? 
Yes, I spent the first half of my career actually working for-profit organizations. Uh, I ran a general manager for a, a neat CD manufacturing company. I worked for Xerox. I worked for ExxonMobil and so forth. Uh, and from that point, I went back and got a master's degree in theology and decided at that point that nonprofit was more my liking. So I started in the nonprofit world. Can you tell us what the Edith Bush? Bush <laughs> can you say the Edith Bush? Yes, the Edith Bush Foundation is. Please, actually, there's a difference. The Edith Bush Institute for Philanthropy and Nonprofit Leadership, which is where I am, oh. is the education and training arm of the organization. Part of the Crummer Graduate School of Business. Okay, which is part of Rollins College. Right. The right. Edith Bush Charitable Foundation is a completely separate organization that is philanthropic in nature. Okay. Giving funds to nonprofit, nonprofit. organizations. Yeah, yes. That qualify. Very good. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. So you got a master's in theology. I do. Uh, you know, pray and everything. I do. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't burst into flames well, here. I, I, I'm fascinated with that because I have a bachelor's in philosophy. Okay. And studying world religions was something I found very fascinating. And, and my real desire going back to school for that was to learn about church history. Right. So where I went to school, it took periods of history dating before Christ. Yeah. And took those periods, and we learned periods of history rather than going through the biblical. Yeah, I love that stuff. stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it's absolutely fascinating. Yeah. We, we should have a radio show on that. Man. We'd be here a long You'd time. You'd take over the whole thing, your philosophical <laughs> we stuff. We would. Now, because you had been with some major corporations, and a lot of them do uh, you know, support nonprofit organizations. Did, did, those, did the, the two pieces kind of fit together? Uh, in a way, um, one of the reasons why I switched from a for-profit to non-profit world uh, was strictly because the time and money component of in the for-profit world was just too strong for me. Uh, everything really, in my experience, was about time numbers. and money yes. and about numbers and so forth. Right. Uh, whereas the non-profit world is about people. And that's what I love most about it. I see. Yeah, you have a history of that stuff. That's cool. Yes. So yep. prior to you uh, joining on at Edith Bush Institute, mm -hmm. you were working directly with nonprofits? Yes. And helping them get grants and things like that? Yes. Or just overall helping them set up their nonprofit? It, just a little. Yeah, a couple of different things. Well, I'll uh, tell you what. Let's, I'm sorry. No, yeah. uh, go I ahead. Just, I just committed one of the cardinal sins of talk radio. I yep. asked you a question with not enough time to give you to answer it it's break so, time <laughs> we'll just have to tease and say on the next side of the break uh, the other side of the break uh, james moody will be answering that question once again today is james moody he is with us he's the program manager of the edith bush institute for philanthropy and nonprofit leadership you and, said that real well yeah because i'm oh, reading it oh. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get back into exactly what that institute is all about and uh, what it could possibly mean for you if you are thinking about or already have started a nonprofit organization. Right. All right. We are the What's the Score show. Don't forget the website is now Orlando.score.org. And we'll be right back right after this break. K 
Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? I am Christopher Hart along with Rich Jekyll of Score. Today we're speaking with James Moody, who is the program manager for the Edith Bush Institute for Philanthropy and Nonprofit Leadership at Rollins College, part of the Crummer Graduate School of Business. Now, before we get back to that conversation, we want to remind you, in case you missed it at the beginning of the show, Score is up to something new. Yes, we are. And by the way, I won a tremendous award, so from now on, I want to be called Sir Rich. <laughs> Sir Richard. You think that'll go over well? I don't know. I think not. Uh, yeah, anyway, yes, sir. Sir Rich. <laughs> anyway, uh, a new program called Lunch with the Leaders, yeah. as opposed to Breakfast with the Leaders, okay? And this is an actual workshop where you are physically working this one on February 15th, next Wednesday, uh, features Carol Wheatley, a grant consultant, uh, and she's going to do the seminar on practical grant writing. And it's 12 o'clock to one thirty. You have a lunch, and it's $15 for the seminar and the lunch. You have to register online, and you better register quickly because these seats get sold out so quick. And you can do that at orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. Yep. Okay, and we're speaking with James Moody about such things as grant writing. Let's use that as a segue right uh-huh. to it. Is that part of what you you folks do over at the Crummer School? Yes, we actually train folks to be better proposal writers. We have certain certificates, as an example, And one of the certificate programs we offer is a certificate in proposal writing. Uh, So over five-plus sessions, someone can come in and learn the process of what it takes to be a more proficient proposal writer. What would be the proposal for? Could be anything, because one of the requirements is to just say to, okay, um, Rich, let's say... um, Sir Rich. Sir, Sir Rich, yeah, thank you. Um, what oh, is boy. it that you would like to write a grant for? <laughs> and you pick out what you want to write a grant for, and we go through the process step by step. And, awesome. And you actually write the proposal at the end of the program. You're writing the proposal for that grant. So it's a working It absolutely seminar. is a on-site seminar where you are doing step by step the process. Love it. Love it. it it's important to sort of know the if you will, the recipe or the way to do, go about doing this, is it not? In other words, to learn how to write a, the proposal the correct way? Well, yeah, I'd like to say there's a correct way, but there isn't. Okay. There isn't in a sense that there are many people who will approach it differently. But we, however, have best practices that we utilize through our experience to say we believe that our program is best for folks to come in and learn the process of proposal writing. Yeah. Though there are many people in our community and elsewhere who do this very, very well. So this is opposed to actually your grant application. Correct. Okay. Correct. This this is, go ahead. Well, this could actually, I say proposal because you're writing a proposal to receive the grant. Okay. Okay. But then when you register as a nonprofit, mm-hmm. that's a totally different thing. Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, I I instruct a program called Steps to Starting a 501c3 organization. That's what I'm talking about. Separate from 
the proposal writing course, okay. certificate. Right, yeah, because you're that's two different things. Correct. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about setting up the organization, and then you're talking about finding that's, financing for the organization. That's correct. And, and by the way, grants is just one source of financing. We'll, we'll talk about correct. some others. But while we're uh, speaking about grants, uh, part of it is finding the people who will give you the grant, right? That's correct. One of the greatest needs the Central Florida area has today is to identify good fundraisers, good development personnel, good grant writers, uh, and people who are trained in those areas. So the fundraising development umbrella is one of the largest that we have for people wanting information. Do you train fundraising? Yeah, we train the different pieces of fundraising, special events, capital campaigns, uh, and so forth. Wow. So the different kinds of things. Yeah. Wow. And all of that information is on our website. Okay, which is rollins.edu slash EBI. Correct. Edith Bush Institute. Correct. And the um, so there's a lot to offer. Just one, one last quick question about sure. grants. Uh, are grants available to pretty much any sort of nonprofit? It depends on where who is giving the money and what their purpose is for giving the money. Well, the reason I ask is uh, recently there's been, it seems to be, I don't know, maybe it's just a perception, but that there's been a surge in nonprofit organizations involved in social issues, political issues. Sure. Is there grant money there? Sure. 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 There's a number of organizations that I feel are important in the community uh, to go to when identifying either where funding is available Mm -hmm. or to get funding. One of the uh, uh, ideal places that I have found is the Central Florida Foundation to develop a, I believe every organization should develop what they call a portrait on the Central Florida Foundation. Mm. It helps funders to understand what the particular nonprofit organization is all about. Central Florida Foundation. Foundation. And a while ago, uh, you mentioned the word facilitating. Mm-hmm. You facilitate people. What is, exactly does that mean? Facilitate nonprofits. Sure. As an example, uh, we will facilitate a board meeting. Sometimes when a board of directors gets together, they have challenges making the important decisions, strategic planning decisions, um, business decisions. And it's helpful to have a third-party person come in and facilitate a particular meeting Mm -hmm. or a particular process so we can help do that. We identify a person to come in and facilitate. Okay. They actually run the meeting. Yes. Per se. Yes. Good. And they're they're independent of the organization so they can be objective in their viewpoint. Correct. Got it. They actually facilitate the process going on in the meeting. Yeah. And a lot of people who form nonprofits – don't take the board part seriously, and or maybe not seriously enough. Is is that, they don't is, know is about it, it? Is it fair to say that? I would not say that they don't take it seriously because I believe everyone's intention who starts a nonprofit is a good intention. At least I would like to believe so. Okay. However, I believe there's a lack of knowledge as to what is best Huge. and how it should be done in terms Huge. of what the governmental responsibilities are, and there's responsibilities. From a local level, a regional level, a state level, a federal level. Yep. So walking through that process, there's a huge component as to what a board's responsibility is and what the operation's responsibility is. 
We get, and they are different. We get nonprofits coming through the center all the time, and they are clueless. I mm-hmm. mean, just absolutely clueless. Most of them don't know that they need a board. Correct. They're just going to go apply for a grant and, and get money. One of them was like a Head Start program for prisoners, mm-hmm. you know, living space and actually doing work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she had no idea that right. she needed a board or any of this stuff. So right. it's very, very important that you get the background from Rollins. Right. And it's important that we actually understand what a particular need is in the organization because yeah. everybody's needs are different. Some may know the process but don't have the right people to work the process. Yeah. Some may not know the process at all. Some may have boards that just don't participate. So it's all it's all over different the place. Yeah. with every organization. Thus the custom component is so important where I can talk to folks individually and say, Okay, what's your issue? What's your need? What do you want to develop as an outcome? And we will help you get there. Don't most of these fail? Isn't the failure rate? Yeah, failure rate high? I don't know that answer. Okay. I don't know. I would imagine that it's it's higher amongst the people like you were just talking exactly, about. Exactly, The yeah. people who go to the Edith Bush Institute. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, yep. once again, you're, you're walking into a jungle blind mm-hmm. or you're walking into a jungle prepared. Right. Yes. And so it's... Forewarned is forearmed. Exactly. It, it just makes sense to know, you know, because, once again... Most people who get into nonprofits, there's passion involved, mm-hmm. right? It's a people thing, as you mentioned. And so they really don't want to fail, but oftentimes they're setting themselves up for failure by not really knowing the yep. path to follow. Well, and a great lead into a statement I was going to make to my friend Sir Rich here was that... Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> This boy. is really taking off here. I like this. <laughs> the, um, the steps process uh, or the workshop that I offer, um, that I lead... The first part of that workshop is discussing why we're here to begin with. Why do these folks want to start their nonprofit? What's Mm -hmm. their passion level? Do they understand the time involved? Do they have the support? Do they have the support financially? Where's their money going to come from? Where's the physical support going to come from? What's their process? Do they have a business plan? Do they have a financial outlook, a pro forma budget? All of those kind of questions. So, uh, and some folks walk out and say, I don't want to do this. No. And you know what? That's okay. Yeah. That's we okay. Get about 90% of them that come in will walk out and say, this isn't worth it. Right. But you've instilled in them the knowledge. Key. You, you see. The key. And exactly. And maybe that little seed will grow in there. And later on, right. they'll say, you know, I really do want to do this. And now I, I know what to do. It may not be the right time. Exactly. It's, it's high, it's there may be another right. time. But these folks have something in their heart that they want to accomplish. And the key is, what's the best avenue at this point when I'm giving them the information for them to accomplish what they're looking for? That's exactly right. Well, these people have to dedicate their life pretty much when they get into this thing. This is not a cakewalk. Any business is a dedication. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a, if you will, it's a different form of entrepreneurship because you're, you're doing something you're passionate about. It's sort of an independent, but nonetheless, with you, because you have a board and some things like that, but nonetheless, it it takes that initiative, that self-starter type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. And and remembering that significant difference between a nonprofit business and a for-profit business is tax status. But other than that, 
many of the components on are either very, side very are very same. similar. Yep. Yes. All right. Yes. Once again, we're speaking today with James Moody. He is the program manager at the Edith Bush Institute for Philanthropy and Nonprofit Leadership, Rollins College, Crummer Graduate School of Business. And once again, if you've got a nonprofit already or you're really considering starting one, uh, get educated. Yeah. Because otherwise you really are setting yourself up for frustration and, and, and failure. failure. That's yeah. right. And these are the folks who can help you out. they got a great track record. Uh, and, and they can really point you in the right direction. Yeah, they and, got the resources. Right. And and I tell you what, it, it, you know, the, the, sometimes it can be the smallest thing that can cost you the biggest, you know, problems. Yeah. So uh, get educated, and they can help you do that over there at Rollins. The, the website, rollins.edu slash ebi, rollins.edu slash ebi, phone number 407 407- 975-6414-407-975-6414. Okay, we got another segment to go, so please stick around. We'll be right back with more of What's the Score? What's the score? Christopher Hart here along with Rich Jekyll. And today we have James Moody, theologian and program manager at the Edith Bush Institute for Philanthropy and Nonprofit Leadership. You know, earlier in the show, uh, he mentioned that they changed the name of the Institute because they wanted more visibility. Right. And more connection with the community. And that's one reason why he's here today. Exactly. On the radio. You're going to tell us about radio. I can, I, did you figure that yeah, out? Yeah, right? holy cow. Uh, and turns out James was a radio man himself, a talk show host as it was. That's right. That's right. I, uh, with a friend of mine back in college, I had a show called Speak to Me. Um, it was actually a program. Very clever. At college yeah. where uh, in a room about half the size that we're sitting where we gathered different folks from throughout Springfield College to talk to us about what they do and why they do it. You informed the public is what and, you did, right? Correct. The, the public uh, responded to some of the, you know, were able to ask right. questions through the process. Sure. Nice. And, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was a give and take. And radio still does that very effectively. Did you know that uh, news talk radio, talk radio, as it were, is the most listened to radio format in the country these days? And it's because so many people go to radio. They still drive in their cars or they use their smart devices. They go to their radio to get the news and they and, and, and to ha- hear some interaction about the news. Mm-hmm. And so radio is still a very effective way to raise your profile in the community mm-hmm. and get your message out there. Yeah, educate. Exactly. Educate. educate. Exactly. And you can go right to the audience that you want to uh, tap into. Your target market. Your target market. And right here at the group, they have four great radio stations to help you target that market. And Bill Files is the station manager here. He's a great guy. Without him, this show would not be possible. His phone Thank number, you, Bill. Absolutely. 407-618-1760 is his phone number. He'd love to show you around the station and explain to you how really uh, economically feasible it is to be on the radio, either with commercials or by sponsoring a show or by having your own show like this one right here. 
But believe me, it is still a very effective way to get your message out into the community. And we're happy to help Rollins College do that right here today because they're working hard to help you out there in the community who have nonprofit organizations of all sorts. And James Moody is living proof of the radio concept. Indeed he is. Indeed he is. Um, But do you do it all by yourself over there? Oh, absolutely not. We have just a wonderful team. And I use the word team because we are a team. We have a phenomenal executive director. We have uh, two program directors. We have a senior manager for philanthropy. We have two program coordinators, um, which without them, many of our workshops wouldn't happen because they do so much uh, as we all do. Uh, We have a finance person and a marketing person as well. Wow. Wow. That's a staff. Great team. It's a great great team. Now, I want to back up just a little bit. We were talking uh, in the last segment about facilitating how uh, the institute there can help nonprofits facilitate things like board meetings. Does that actually mean even providing a, a, a facility for the board meeting? Absolutely. Most of our workshops um, are done at Rollins College, um, at the Crummer School of Business, Graduate School of Business. However, from a custom standpoint, because it's custom, mm-hmm. we will do it wherever the customer would like it done. So if it's in Brevard mm-hmm. County, if it's in Volusia County, Marion County, Lake, Orange, we've been to all of them in the last year. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will go where the customer would like us to go. That's a good question. Let me interject real quick here, Rich. That what is the radius of the Institute? Do you have a boundary? Uh, actually, as a nonprofit educational and leadership institute, um, our main focus is Central Florida though we do get requests from other parts of the state and other parts of the nation uh, and other parts of the world. I understand before that, uh, before I arrived, uh, we had one of our instructors go overseas to a training. Is that right? I uh, don't know the particulars of it, but certainly we will go where the customer would like us to go. So you will go in and actually define the problem, the issue, the pain, whatever it is, and then go back and select the right individual to deal with that. Is that That's correct? correct? As part of our, uh, as an example, Rich, if you came to me and said, Sir, look, Rich. XYZ Corporation, um, you know, we're having this issue, this issue, this issue. Okay, then what are you looking for in terms of an outcome? What are you looking to accomplish yeah. through yep. this? So I know the problem, I know where you want to be, and I work on that middle piece yep. to be able to get you How to where you want to be. point B, yeah. Right. Is there one big mistake that you see that is common that that you could warn people away from or a couple of mistakes that are very common amongst nonprofits? Um, One came to mind as soon as you asked the question, um, and it's actually a personal mistake that I find in my experience with nonprofits, is that many folks who are involved in the organization as a volunteer, whether that be an event volunteer or board volunteer, or however, whatever volunteer opportunities there are, do not spend the time necessary to learn what the organization is about, how what they do fits into the mission and the vision and the values of the organization, mm-hmm. so that they can be a part of the solution. 
There are some folks out there who like to be a part of boards of directors, and they'll be a part of many boards of directors. But they're committed to none. But they're committed to very few. (laughs) Yeah. So I encourage folks that find where your passion is, find the organization nonprofit-wise that meets that passion and be part of it and give yourself to it. Yeah, but you got to, when you volunteer for something like that, you got to be in. I mean, you jump in there and do stuff. It's not just a a facial thing, you know. And Uh, granted, every organization has a different time requirement and different needs. Um, But yes, uh, the issue of time is is a big one. Yeah. Did you say earlier in the show, James, that uh, at the Institute you also can uh, help people find a job at a nonprofit? Did I hear that correctly? We actually have a job board, if you will, on our website. I see. And uh, if folks go to our website and go to the bottom of the website and it says, I believe it says jobs. I'm not exactly sure where on the website it is, but I believe it's near the bottom. It could be on the top right. So. Um, it's somewhere on it's, that page. It's somewhere yeah, on okay. the page. Okay. Um, if they click that, then it identifies. You can put criteria into what kind of job you're looking for, but you can just search for everything, and it will give you all the nonprofit job listings that have come through our office in Central Florida and beyond. Wow. Once cool. again, that website is rollins.edu slash ebi rollins.edu slash ebi and you can email uh james at j moody at rollins.edu james moody at rollins.edu and his phone number once again is 407-975-6414 and i would think it'd be better if somebody came to you prior to setting up the nonprofit, but You'll handle, you'll help anybody anywhere along the way, correct? And yes, anywhere along the way, and everybody's in a different spot, right? So uh, that first conversation, uh, either email J Moody, it's J, my first initial Moody at Rollins.edu or four zero seven nine seven five six four one four. Okay, when you um, oh shoot, I forgot what the question. Yeah, never mind. Okay, all right, and uh, real quickly the. Uh, the website over there is rollins.edu slash ebi and the edith bush institute for philanthropy philanthropy and you got me doing it rich philanthropy <laughs> and nonprofit leadership is a part of the crummer graduate school of business at rollins college and once again you know if you're in a nonprofit or starting a nonprofit you really need the help of people with a long track record and great experience yeah i i thought about it but um uh, the question I have is, what would you tell a person that is thinking about starting a nonprofit? Thinking about it. What should they be thinking about? Take your time. Okay. Um, and in that process of time, think about the time involved. Okay. There's a cost involved in starting a That's nonprofit. Right. Yep. Um, there's a commitment involved in starting a nonprofit. What about the registrations? The entire registration right. process, the, the application application for 501c3. Right. There's an IRS component to starting a 501c3. There's a sales tax yeah. component. Yep. There's registration with the Florida Department of Agriculture if you're soliciting funds. Um, so there's many different pieces to it, and all of that takes time. But yeah. assuming all of that is done... 
they're still on their own to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. So finding the network of people um, to help, and yeah. that's one of the things that we do is start to help create that network for someone who's starting uh, if they want to learn more about grant writing right. or human resources or whatever the topic may be. Yeah, and, and if you're out there considering a nonprofit, just look at it this way. If you're considering it and you feel passionate about it, you want it to succeed, right? Yep. So don't go, don't go it on your own, and don't go it on you blind. Know, yeah, you know, talking to the folks on the other side of the block or something. Go to Rollins and mm-hmm. the folks over there at the Edith Bush Institute because they're there to help you. And believe me, uh, having a successful nonprofit will be the greatest thing you ever experience in your life, except perhaps you know marrying someone and, and having children. But it, it, it is—I would assume a very. I'm not a part of a nonprofit, but I would assume it's a very gratifying thing. It's a if very, it works. Look, it's a very rewarding opportunity to, as we, as I say, if you help one person, you've made a difference. But if you can help one person every day that you're a part of this nonprofit organization, whether you're a volunteer or a staff member or a board member or whatever your role is in the nonprofit or a giver. I mean, there's always opportunities to financially give to organizations, and um, and that's one of the challenges we have. What about this philanthropy thing? We haven't talked anything about that. What would you like to know about philanthropy? You teach. Okay. Well, that's, again, part of the whole fundraising and philanthropy. We have what they call, at the Edith Bush Institute, we have a donors forum. Okay. And the donors forum is a group of funders that come oh. together right. to address the needs and the issues of the community. Okay. Um, so that's part of our philanthropy well, as, an or, as an organization. It sounds like a, a great way to find out. Perhaps where you could direct your energies as a nonprofit. Yeah, that's by correct. Filling the need that they're telling you is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Instead right, of- and those those immediate needs will change. All right. As social change happens in the community, so do the needs of the community. Yeah. All right. Well, we need to get out of here because we're just about out of time. James Moody, thank you so very much once again. His phone number four zero seven nine seven five six four one four. We'll be back next week with more of What's the Score? Yeah. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.